Okay, so I heard a rumor that if we call Murray's number, uh-huh. there's a voicemail that we want to hear that is kind of like a little bit of a teaser for the next season. Really? Yes. Okay, okay let's let's try it. Okay, I, ready? I hear this. <laughs> I'm nervous. I'm nervous uh-huh. about calling people. Okay. <laughs> 618-625-8313. I'm going to put it on speaker. I'm nervous. What if it's a real person? <laughs> <laughs> and not a voicemail? <laughs> Hi. You have reached the residence of Murray Bauman. It's him. Mom, if this is you, please hang up and call me between the hours of 5 and 6 p.m. as previously discussed. Okay? If this is Joyce, Joyce, thank you for calling. I've been trying to reach you. I, I have an update. Thank you so much for joining us for episode 13. Yes. Last one of Hawkins Talkins. Mm-hmm. I hope that you enjoyed. Yeah, for now. Until yeah. season four comes out. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that little snippet at the beginning. <laughs> um, we I had think, never tried it before. Yeah, we've never tried it. First time. <laughs> I was really anxious. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I watched some YouTube videos first to make sure that it was legit before I just called <laughs> the phone number. <laughs> It would have been awkward if it was, like, an actual person. It couldn't have been. Like, they <laughs> I, they had have already bought the line if they're going to, like, repeat a phone number that's, like, legit mm, on yeah. TV. <laughs> <Right>. So, <laughs> anyway, so we are going to do this episode a little bit different than we've been doing the other ones because I want to leave plenty of time for our interview at the end with Zandra again. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the episode where we talked about the season finale mm-hmm. of season two, she was yeah. also on there where she introduced yes. her musical that she's been working on. And what was even better this time is that two of her cast members who are in it and have um, also like creative parts in creating the musical as well were there mm. to talk about it. So it's her Hopper She's going to be Joyce and mm. then her Jonathan. So yes. we got to talk to them as well. Yes. And I want to leave plenty of time for that. So mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. not going to do themes this episode. Mm-hmm. Again, we do a lot of yes. like 
theme talk mm-hmm. yeah. in that section. Exactly. So yeah. we're not going to do themes like we normally do it because we do mm-hmm. talk about that there. Yes. And we're not going to do superlatives because I don't want this to be like a three-hour episode. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um, I am just going to dive on in. Yes. This is my two-sentence summary of the last episodes of season three. Awesome. We finally have the whole gang together to hatch a plan to defeat the Mind Flayer. As the bald eagle flies, we hear the, a beautiful musical number. Mm. We lose three of our friends and remember to leave the door three inches open. Wow. Oh, that's cute. Heartfelt. Heartfelt. <laughs> Heartfelt. Feelings have been shared. <laughs> Boundaries have <laughs> been set. And order is restored. A <laughs> uh, hop. Okay, we will get to Hopper, and we will bounce back to what was what Murray said. Mm. But I think the first thing that I want to talk about here is the character development of Mike as we hit the end of this season. Mm. One of the moments that I really enjoyed was when it was after they were attacked in the cabin, and mm. Elle's in the they're in the grocery store, and Mike is sitting with Elle, and he finally admits that he was jealous and that's Mm. why he's been so like crazy this season yeah and i just i really liked that development right Mm. there yeah that was cool that was cool to see him do that you know still he's still my least favorite kid (laughs) still like i i think it was really cool of him to say that and be like hey i I was jealous of max Mm -hmm. yeah i I thought i thought that was cool still it's awesome that they went the direction they did in terms Mm -hmm. of having max and al i think it brought so much of al Mm-hmm. It was amazing to see Al just be more of herself outside Mike being like a rescuer. Yeah. And then, you know, and then having Papa be like a parent figure. Mm-hmm. And so, but just seeing Al as Al, uh, because Max doesn't pressure her that much. Yeah. She's more fun and kind of like just, just chilled, you know? So I think that was really cool to see Al just find that space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I really mm-hmm. like that in this season we get to see Elle for more of who Elle is mm-hmm. because Max does encourage her to be herself. She's like, what do you like? What do you want to wear? Which one makes you feel like you? Mm-hmm. Right. And she's also like, hey, Mike, stop telling her what to do with her powers. Like, mm-hmm. Elle knows her own powers. Like, let right. her be her. Right. So I really like that Max has been like a real advocate for Elle this mm-hmm. time and mm-hmm. like, also, I think it was such an unlikely friendship because Elle basically hated Max in the last right. last we saw. They right. don't talk to each other. They don't yes. like each other. Mm-hmm. They don't get along at all. Mm-hmm. But now that Elle needs that kind of like girlfriend relationship, yes, Max is there, and yes. they really hit it off, and they have great chemistry together. It's awesome. It's awesome. And and and, and it's cool that she went. She was jealous of Max. Yes, because she thought that Mike. Had it like was having a thing with Max. Yes. When she kind of spied on them. Yeah. And then now she's going to Max to get advice. And I thought that was a nice turn of events. Yeah. That's cool. So one of the other conversations that I really loved was after Steve and Robin finally barf mm. up all of the chemicals. That was disgusting. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was disgusting. Was, we saw the pieces, the little pieces. <laughs> like, I'm just like, why are you so it. detailed about this? <laughs> Stop talking about it, Shalom. But Steve finally admits that he's over Nancy because Mm. now he's into Robin. Mm. 
But then Robin is like, hey, you wouldn't like me because I'm not like Nancy Wheeler. Mm. But she's not talking about, like, not like Nancy Wheeler in the way of, like, Nancy's almost, like, perfect or, like, this Mm. detective or whatever. Like, Mm. she's talking about it because she's like, like, hey, I'm not into guys. I'm into girls. Mm. And I think what I really got from that conversation, and Mm. I like the way that Steve handled it where he was like, Mm. he didn't take it as, like, rejection. He didn't take it as, like... Mm oh, I can't like you anymore. Like, as mm. a person, we can't be friends anymore. It's mm. like, you know, this was a time when mm. there was a lot of homophobia. I mean, we still live in a time where I think there's a lot of homophobia, even though we're getting better about mm. it. But I think I really look forward to the day mm. when people like Robin don't have to sit there and be like, hey, if you knew the real me, yeah, like, you would hate me. Yeah. You know, mm. I, I think mm. I really look forward to the day and I think as society we're getting there mm. when the LGBTQ community will just be accepted. It will just be normal mm. for people to be like, hey, mm. I brought home my girlfriend, you know, right, like it right. won't it won't be a conversation where you have to right. like come out of the closet or anything like that. Yeah. Or you have existing friends and you're worried that they're going to reject you now. Yeah. Like it will just be the normal society. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I, I, I thought I thought that was really powerful mm. really really powerful as much as like i during the whole season i was like oh yeah like this is a, this is a cool matchup like with robin mm-hmm. and steve that's actually really cool but i think that they intentionally gave us those little snippet moments where mm. robin reaches for or rather they reach for each other's hands mm-hmm. and stuff like that they gave us those little moments where we begin to we invest into it. Yeah. Because I think it's important to like, to kind of experience that a bit. Like where it's like, he then pulls out his heart really well. Like I was like, oh, that's, that was really cool. Like how he said that. And, mm. and then she shares her point of view. And I feel like there's this almost like you, 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 you get, yeah. Like there's that feeling of disappointment that, oh, she's not available. Mm. But then now like his response when it comes to her sexuality, especially in the eighties yeah, where, you know, I'm sure there's so much hate towards the LGBTQ community. I, I thought that like he handled the rejection. Wow. And I like that. We got to be part of that. We got to actually feel that a little bit because I was like, Oh, she's not available. Like, and then being able to process her saying, Oh, I'm also, like I'm also lesbian. I thought that was mm. that was such a great thing by the writers to actually take us on that journey and mm. help us experience that feeling. And his great response was an awesome lesson for us to be like, this is how it should be. You mm-hmm. know, it should be accepting, welcoming, you know, even though he was like upset because he likes her, mm-hmm. you know, and he's like, oh, you know, okay. You know, but then you like, he, he kind of like, He's taken aback a little bit, but I like how he then responds at the end. I felt like that was awesome and a great lesson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I actually had a personal experience with this where a friend came out to me for being bi. And mm-hmm. she was like shaking, you know. She was like, yeah. you know, even in her voice. And, and in my heart, when she shared it, I did not judge her. I, I was just happy for her because she's she seemed to have had this weight on her mm. and she felt like community and we're Christians and, mm-hmm. and we, we, we've, we've come to see that a lot of, you know, our fellow Christians actually have hate towards yeah. communities um, that are different from us. Yeah. And, and, you know, there's so many, so many other communities that we hate, but especially the LGBTQ community. Yeah. 
and we've shown and expressed so much hate and and seeing this in my friend and seeing that fear that she had you know it broke my heart like was it was like it was like okay like you shouldn't be afraid to share yeah your like hey i'm lesbian i'm gay you shouldn't be afraid to share that you shouldn't yeah. be afraid to say hey like it, sh- it shouldn't be a coming out experience you know? yeah. it shouldn't be like there's a big weight it should be something like hey this is me this is where i'm at yeah it's just and, who and, I am. and and that's something that is so important for us regardless of whether you how you feel about it you know people are people you know mm-hmm. people are people and i think it's important that we treat them as people and that we celebrate them as who they are they're not hurting you they're not punching you they're not you know <laughs> we just finished queer eye last episode is phenomenal yeah and i love how karamo is having this conversation with with uh, i can't remember his name but like and they call him heroes heroes yeah and and like the you know the hero <laughs> he's actually saying hey i i just did not know what to expect when it came to this he's pretty homophobic he's pretty homophobic <laughs> if you seen it. he's pretty homophobic he realizes oh i was too completely wrong i was completely uh-huh. off because i was not educated and i feel like for me i came to a place where i came to understand and i was in that place where i was homophobic i was you know hateful but i think that as I learned, I realized that we don't have to hate people. Mm-hmm. People need to feel welcomed and accepted, regardless, regardless how you feel about it. You know, mm-hmm. they need to feel they are people, you mm-hmm. know, and, and we need to respect that. Yeah. And I think just speaking from like the Christian community side, mm. I think that there has been a lot of like misinformation thrown out there. Mm-hmm. And it has been just like given to people and just mm. accepted by people. Mm. And I think that a lot of verses from the Bible have been taken and twisted yes. in order to kind of prove a point. And I think that anytime it doesn't matter what religion you are, whether mm. whatever it is, but mm. if you are using whatever mm. your like holy text is and twisting it in a way mm. to be your way to like prove your way of thinking, like. Mm that's just not okay mm-hmm. it's the opposite of what you're supposed to mm-hmm. be doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I, th- I think that's important it's important that we we don't create our own evidence you know just so that you control the environment yeah like, and control the communities that are around you um and i think it's an awesome time we're living in right now where there's that tension now where the church is getting challenged mm-hmm. and i 100 percent welcome that challenge because i feel like not for the sake of fighting back, for the sake of saying <laughs> we need to be exposed for yeah. our hatred. Yeah. And that is so important so that we, we learn. We need to learn to accept other people. For too long, we've not accepted mm-hmm. people and, and we've more showed hate. And, and I think it's time for that to change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Transitioning from deep topic to a little bit more <laughs> lighthearted one. The never-ending story part, Shalom. No! <laughs> Shalom hates it. I love it. Okay, so evidence, evidence for why it's the worst. It's the worst thing was that's what killed Hopper, basically. <laughs> because between them, it was one, like Hopper and Joyce have their hands on the key. They also and, took forever. And they're like, one, two. And then, you know, Anna Schwarzenegger shows up <laughs> and ruins the whole thing. But here's, here's, here's where I have issues. Okay, like I'm like... Those little seconds, those those mini seconds that could have completely saved lives, everyone would have been fine. Dustin and his girlfriend were singing Never Ending Story 
And I think that ruined it. <laughs> it ruined the whole season. <laughs> okay, it did not ruin the whole season. It did not. But but I was just so upset. I was like, let's move on. Let's move on. Like, uh, and I remember I remember when I said the first time, I was like, if someone dies because of this, I'm gonna be so upset. <laughs> and then and then Harper died, did not die. That's another we'll conversation. Get there. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. Oh man, Shalom was so mad. I okay. <laughs> let me tell you why I love it. A, the Duffer Brothers really rely on music, mm. and Neverending Story was a pretty big deal in the mm. 80s. Like, mm. that movie was a big deal. Mm-hmm. It affected my life. Yes. I love that movie. Yes. I wasn't even, I was born in 89, so I w- am not an 80s kid. But, like, mm. my brother and I loved that movie. We watched it mm-hmm. all the time growing up. Mm-hmm. So, not only that, but I think it was such a like crazy last episode that mm. they wanted to bring you on like a roller coaster of yeah. like this like fun moment into like something very like intense and and like sad. Mm. I also love the characters' reactions to the singing. Yeah. Because everybody's like, Are you freaking kidding me right now? Like literally <laughs> all the characters like Joyce is like against a wall, like banging her head. She's like, Are you kidding me? <laughs> But the other thing that I absolutely love about it is I think that it brings the story into reality in that Susie, like, is not taking what Dustin is saying seriously. Because Mm. who would? Mm. Who would be, like, Mm. this, like, how old is he? Like, 15-year-old? Like, Mm. this, like, 14, 15-year-old is legitimately (laughs) fighting Russians who have, like, have an underground tunnel mm. in their town in the middle of freaking nowhere, Indiana. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I think it brings the story to this place of like, it is believable that Susie would be like, okay, whatever. You're like saving these people. Like it, no one would believe that. Mm. No one. Mm. So like, I get why it happened. Yeah. Also, I just thought it was fun. And Dustin's a really good singer. You make a good point, but still it's upsetting. <laughs> I still Maurice, will not like Maurice, it. Murray's face is the most priceless. It's like <laughs> yes. amazing. He's like, what? What's Marie. going on here? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, man. That was great. Um, I do want to talk about the the Mind Flayer's death also. The Mind Flayer's death. Oh, that scene when he comes through the roof of the mall. I was mm. like, ah. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Like, I, you know, I mean, are we touching on Billy now? And, and, and kind of that whole scene. Because yeah, it's we kind can... of, you know, because I thought that was one of the most BA things ever. BA shots where Billy's just standing in front of the mind flare and mm. he's like ready to fight it. I thought that was a very heroic, beautiful arc. You yeah. know, beautiful arc. And I thought, I thought that was really great how, you know, he goes from, you know, the first two episodes where he's like seducing, you know, <laughs> Mrs. Married Wheeler. Married, Mrs. Wheeler <laughs> <laughs> to... Where, like, you know, he begins to, like, kind of come full circle to where mm. his pain, his scar was. And, yeah. And it's kind of cool. Like, you know, we're not doing themes today, but but I thought it was really a really cool kind of, like, reminder of, like, scars and how, mm. you know, it was, like, it was as Billy's scars were, you know, when, when Elle went into Billy's mind and so forth, mm. passed or whatever. And, and she's seeing all these, like, the scars and how... That created that opening for the mind flare, and mm. I thought that it's her then talking about her mom, his Billy's mom, and saying she was beautiful. She yeah, was, you know, and describing one of Billy's favorite moments yeah. with her, with his mom. 
I thought that was just like really awesome to see that wound close mm. and Billy find the will to fight the mind flare. And I, I thought that was incredible. Um, and then everything else kind of came from that with with then Joyce closing. Joyce technically kills the mind flare. Yeah. By closing the gate. I have to say, I really liked that Elle didn't do the, like, main fighting this time. Like, mm. she had a lot of, like, really cool fighting scenes, like, mm-hmm. pretty much the whole, like, mm. the whole season mm-hmm. until the end. And I liked that the end was Joyce. Mm. Like, I thought that that was really, really crazy. Back to what you were saying about Billy. Mm. I feel like Billy could not have been saved anyway. Mm. So I did really like that he was given his redemption moment at the Mm. end where like he got that like one moment Mm. i just i think he was too infected because if you like look at him he's like now has all these gouges on his like arms and his Mm. face and he's all like black like yeah i don't know that he could like i don't know if he could have recovered i mean i mean from the infection i mean i feel like they could have brought him back they could have found a way to kind of like you know done that if they wanted to Mm. but but at the same time, yeah, I see that as well. Where it's like, yeah, realistically, you've been like thrown against, like yeah, he went through the, the brick wall. wall like, like he's yeah, been through so a lot. Yeah, so that's happened. So I do see that as well. Um, at the same time, I feel like if the writers were like, hey, let's, you know what, let's keep let's him make alive, this, yeah, they could have done it, and we wouldn't have been like, what? We'd be like, yeah, you know, it's a yeah. TV show. So <laughs> um, we kind of touched on it for a second with like L not winning mm. because I mean she didn't even have powers anyway like mm. like what why do you think she lost her powers do you think they'll come back yeah it's definitely i think there's a mental mental factor to mm. to what's happening with Al. uh that whole scene with billy i think shook her up a lot yeah i don't know like i feel i feel like there's there's definitely a connection between that trauma of mm. almost losing her friends to the mind flare mm. and then the it was in her leg. Yeah. I don't think I don't think like I just don't feel like it's a physical. Because we don't even know how she got her powers in the first place. I mean, she was exp- she was just her mom was ex- yeah she was born that way. So I don't think there's anything physical that's happening. I think it's mental. Mm, mm. Yeah, I, that's kind of what I was thinking. I think I think initially it took a lot of power to get the thing out of her leg because, like, everything Mm. shatters around her. Mm. Like, that took a lot of power for her to, like, pull it out. Yeah. So I think she initially needed to recharge, Mm. but I feel like the loss of Hopper is probably, like, mentally... Yeah. Like, stunting her powers. Yeah. At the moment. Because, like, when she was trying to get the... I think it's, like, a teddy bear off of that top shelf. Mm. Like, you can hear it. You can hear, like, her powers. Mm. So, like... It something's there. Mm. I think mm. it's just not. Mm. I think she's not like fully capable In right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Speaking of deaths, what about Alexi? Alexi. Oh. How did they make us love someone in two episodes? Ugh. It was like literally two episodes. It was so good. It was so good. They are so. Their casting was so good that. As they introduced characters, we just fell in love with them. Yeah, it's like it's like you know they introduced you know Max last season, and we were like Max, best thing ever, you know. And they Steve wasn't even supposed to last for long. Yeah, and we're like Steve is is literally favorite yeah. in the show. He's the favorite. He's the favorite in the show, and it's like 
like it's just so cool how like their casting is so good that and their writing is so good that you just fall in love with mm. these characters. Alexi and his Slurpees. I think I've had 20 Slurpees. Oh my gosh, we've had so watching, many Slurpees, guys. <laughs> since watching that because he was just so awesome. You know, I love I love I love when they're laughing at Hopper and Joy oh in the car. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't had sex. And then I'm like, ah, they're just in the back laughing. Uh, the the Murray Alexi <laughs> bromance is literally the cutest thing I've it's ever amazing, seen in my yes. entire life. Mm. I mm. love them together. Mm. I absolutely, absolutely love them together. Mm. Alexi's mm. death was like that was like Bob all over again. I was like, how, yes, how, Bob how did you Bob. take someone who mm. I was like, oh whatever, they're like such a throwaway character, and then you made me love them, and then you killed them, and then you killed them. Like, are you <laughs> are you kidding me right now? It's and I was terrible. like, oh. I think the worst part for me was that, like, he won the Woody the Woodpecker, mm. and he's just walking, and just, boom. Like, yeah, that killed me. That yeah. killed me. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, it's, 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 such a, it's such a great, great story, to be mm. honest. Like, I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm so, like, especially when you focus on the whole Alexi Murray relationship. That's yeah. amazing. And. We're not doing themes, but for me, I draw out a lot about like how language is so important. Yes. Like when you when you can speak or even have the patience to speak with someone, mm. the connections you get are so powerful. Uh, Murray went from pointing a gun up Alexis' yeah. nose to like being buds, you know, yeah. buying him ice cream, whatever, yeah, buying, buying him a corn dog yeah. or something, and and I think that was like such a a powerful you know statement on on language and how language can when you understand each other mm-hmm. not just in terms of words but with you know just understanding each other yeah i think it's amazing like how far you can go in a relationship i know we talked about this in a previous episode i i think it was during our countdown to infinity mm. one but language really is important because what is important to a culture is inputted into language. Mm. So what yes. people like actually yes. knowing the language mm. is very important to understanding a culture mm. of a person. Mm. I, re- I remember listening to this podcast one time and they were talking about someone who was, he was Russian American and he, they were saying that his jury, mm. I think he had, I think it was like a crime of passion type of murder yeah. situation, but he was given like a lifelong sentence when usually like someone like that does not get a lifelong sentence because mm. the jury didn't feel like he seemed like repentant enough, basically, mm. even mm. though he was saying that he was sorry and he wishes that he'd never done it and all wow. that. Mm. He got a lifelong sentence because the Americans like and Americans, I think, are are pretty emotional for the most part. Mm. Like, not the most emotional people, but, Mm. like, there is a certain amount of emotion that you have. Mm. Whereas, like, these, like, Eastern European type of nations, they're Mm. a lot more straight-faced. So Mm. when Mm. they say something, they're saying what Mm. they mean, Mm. but you you don't see it on their face necessarily. Mm. And I thought that that was really interesting where they were, like, Mm. in his culture, if he had had other, like, Russian Americans on his jury, mm, he would have gotten a different. much less sentence. Yeah. And that that is something that as Americans, mm. when, as we have a lot of immigrants here, like we really need to take that into consideration, making sure that people's jury have people from their culture wow, on it. Deep. Yeah. Because 
there is so much to culture mm. and language and mm. how we express ourselves, how we talk about things and all of that. Mm. So important. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh, but going back to what you're saying, yeah. yes, I agree. I think that them, that both Murray and Alexei speaking to each other in mm. Russian led to a lot of bridges being built. Yeah, that's so true. And Alexi experiencing good things about America, yes. you know, like we he went to like, the fair. Oh, like, oh yeah, they went to the fair and he had a slurpee. <laughs> Loves a slurpee. He's like, it's the best thing ever. Thanks for kidnapping me, by the way. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Alexi! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Uh, yes. So, probably the biggest hit though this season mm. of death, which I do not think is a death, mm. is Hopper. <laughs> Hopper. Okay. I want to tell you my theory. Mm. Are you ready for my theory? Mm-hmm. So I've heard a lot of people say that mm. and that cut scene at the very end that's of that they think that that's Hopper okay. referring to the American. Mm-hmm. But I do not think that's Hopper. I mm. think it's Brenner in there. Mm. Brenner, in case you don't remember who that is from season one, mm. is Papa. Els mm. Papa. Yeah. We did not see him die oh. on screen. He is way too important of a character to not come back. Mm-hmm. He would have gotten an on-screen death. He was mm. too important to mm. not get a satisfying death. Mm. I think yeah. that he is in there because how else would the Russians have gotten the information of where it was open the yes. first time? Yes, yes, yes. That's why I think Brenner is in there. I think Hopper, mm. on the other hand, I think he either jumped into the upside down or he might have also been captured as well mm. because when Joyce goes to blow up the machine – there's we get like this whole like shot epic shot of she's well no not that part so she's looking at him right she closes her eyes and then when they cut to the other side like what you were saying he's not Mm. there anymore he's not on the platform anymore so he either jumped into the upside down maybe he probably did but that's so tragic because he probably was like, but Elle will know that I'm in the Upside Down and she'll be able to but find me. she doesn't me. know She doesn't powers. have powers right they now. They turn the powers off. He's, like, I think he's going to have an epic survival story. He's going to be, like, living the, in, the, in the Upside Down for a year or so, surviving the Upside Down, and then he will come back next season. I think Papa is important with Elle's recovery. Mm, I agree. I think that's kind of that's oh, what's going like to happen there. To like recover her powers. Mm, <gasps> I think Papa is important for that. So I think that's... Where it, they're going? Yeah, I think that's where they're going. Maybe, you know, but... Oh my gosh. But yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I think it's a great story. Season four is probably the final one. Yeah, maybe they're saying, the final one. They're saying maybe the final one. Yeah. But probably the final yeah. one. I mean, I, th- I think we'll it see. should. Like, I think... I, I think could see it going five, though. Yeah. I could see it going five seasons. You think so? Yeah. What would you do this? Okay, yeah. I that's, mean, that's a whole did you ever thing. imagine this season, though? This season, I thought was phenomenal. Nothing that I ever expected, and I thought it was yes, beautiful. Yes, I, I, I feel like sometimes you have to be careful. Like, it's the same same feeling I have with, like, you know, Game of Thrones. Um, not saying Game of Thrones should have been longer. Should have been longer, yeah, than, been longer. Than, than what they did. But I feel like sometimes when you tamper with the tempo of a series... Sometimes, like, you mess around a little bit and you mess with the characters and do things maybe you shouldn't have. And I think that's why sometimes bad endings happen. You know, HBO is such a great example of that. <laughs> Shalom. Shalom does not trust HBO anymore. I don't trust them okay, anymore. But back to what I was saying, Shalom. Yeah, sorry. So, 
on the Murray voicemail mm. that we listened to at the very beginning of this yes. episode, he does. He says, Joyce, I have something. It's not much, but I've got something. And I'm pretty sure he's referring to Hopper. Finding Hopper. I think he has something yeah. about Hopper. Mm. Mm. That's what I think. You're right. Mm. Mm. Do you think she knows? What if she knows that Hopper went to the upside down? She closed her eyes, though. That's my. But, I mean, thing. I mean, but what if she saw it? I mean, I mean, they they wouldn't show us that. But like, what if That's the true. voicemail is saying she knows, but she doesn't want to put anyone else in danger, and so maybe she confided in Murray to maybe find a way to mm. get Hopper back. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. Hmm. Could be anything. Could be. The Duffer Brothers are always into very like creative marketing. I know when they season are. one came they out, are. they posted Will's missing flyer like mm, everywhere yes like that was their marketing technique yeah. for that so yeah. i really like that they built this like yeah. easter egg into like real society yes. real world like yes. i'm really i'm a big fan of that yes i yeah. really like that yeah yeah so i think we can move on to kind of the after effects of everything mm. so the military shows up and everything mm. everybody gets out the mall burns mm. down yeah. they go in there all the russians are gone yeah and Doctor, oh man, the scene though of Doctor Owens in front of the uh, in front of like the closing yeah. gate, he looked pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like, like he was like, I was like, I was like, you look cool with the soldiers. Like you look like a boss. Yeah, yeah, I I like that. I that hope we cool. see more of him. I yes. really liked him. Yes, he was amazing in season two. Yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed him. So I mm. hope he comes back. I was really mm. a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Something that I was hoping for this season but i didn't know if they would give us or not was yeah. i was kind of hoping for Kali to come back but mm. again i think sometimes you start a storyline yeah and you drop it yes so yes. that like when it comes back again you're yes. like oh my gosh i forgot about her yes. like that's so exciting that she came back oh my gosh like that's why i feel like brenner who was yeah. like so important in season one like yeah. is going to come back yeah. later on so Do- we almost forget about him what if, what if, like, like, and this is another plot that could be cool, is they do the Russian invasion kind of thing, where Carly, Al, Dustin, and all the kids, they go to Russia, to rescue, go to, Russia. <laughs> to rescue, to rescue Harper, if he got captured. Like, that's, a, I, I, th- I think that would be a pretty epic ending. I mean, these kids showed that they can, like, basically do anything. Right. So, <laughs> anything could happen. Literally anything could happen. Right. Oh, man. I don't know. I, I also don't like to theorize too much. Yes. Because I feel, like, I feel like as fans, sometimes, like, we come up with our own ideas and we get, like, excited about them. Yeah. And, like, the writers will give you, like, mm. just as good of an idea mm. And then, like, but you're so sold on your original mm. idea that you get like really disappointed. Mm. So I don't like to do too much mm. of that. Yeah, like I mean, I mean, I like to do it because I I like to imagine things. Yeah. I also like the surprise of yeah. what actually happens with Endgame. I we theorize so much. Like I remember, like through when we oh, did Counter to Infinity, with so many like, okay, this might happen. It might happen like this. But like we loved how we'd have. They I tricked loved us. It. They really tricked us a lot. Yeah. On what would happen, but. I enjoyed it watching it. I'm like, if they did it differently, I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I, I'm blown away in, in a negative way by people who like get upset when it doesn't go the way they That's theorized true. it. It's like, yeah, like, dude, come on. You didn't write this. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Um, so one of the other things I was thinking about as this 
episode as the last episode was ending was mm. they show the like news footage mm. of Hawkins and they're like this quiet town had blah 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 <laughs> like all that bad stuff happened right yeah. do you think that Nancy wrote the story and sold it I think so I, I want to so. hope I want that to happen mm-hmm. Nancy just to like prove what was mm. it Tom and Bruce Bruce yeah I hated Bruce, Bruce. Bruce deserved to be sucked up into the monster. <laughs> I was so mad at him. Bruce, Bruce. Never use Nancy Drew's name in a negative way again. 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 Nancy Drew coming out in the fall. CW. Oh, yeah, it is. Mm, yeah. I'm a little afraid of it, though. <laughs> well, from it, it, the preview. It's got that Riverdale kind of vibe. Got Riverdale at first, vibe. I thought you were mm. talking about the Nancy Drew game by her interactive. Oh, <laughs> which is also coming out in the fall. And I got really excited. I was like, I do love those games. I'm a child. It's fine. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, so I feel like we can't talk about this episode without talking about that the buyers actually move. Like, they, they actually do it, they yeah. actually leave. I really mm. like that Elle is adopted by. By the mm, buyers. Mm. I feel like it's the only thing that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, like, you know, in a conversation with yesterday, like, we, you know, someone brought up that, yeah, like, Joyce is the one who actually, you brought it up actually earlier um, in earlier episodes, and you said that, like, you know, Joyce actually showed care for Al, even mm-hmm. though, like, Joyce needed Al to find Will yeah. in the Upside Down. She needed Al to be on top of a game. Yeah. She did not take the approach of, come on, you can do this. Yeah. She was more of like, it's okay, sweetie. I'm right yeah. here. I'm right here. And I thought that it's a fitting, in quotes, ending to to this part of the story. I'm also happy for Elle mm. because as much as Hopper, like, tried his best, I feel like, mm. with Elle, I think he also there is a lot of limitations to his character because he right. is so afraid to like show emotion and everything like that. Right. And for a character like Elle, mm. who has not been given that emotional care as a child, like mm. her whole life up until she was like what mm. ten, like yeah. she was in a lab. Yeah. And I feel like she didn't get that emotional connection. Mm. And Hopper tries his best, but I think he just isn't that type of person who yeah. was able to give her that yeah even when he was going over all the stuff with joyce he mm. was like in in the first episode mm. she was like hey talk about your feelings like you mm. like you need to not like push your opinion on them and all yeah. that like i think her parenting style is really going to yeah. help l a lot i think yeah. it's going to help l heal yeah. i think it's going to help l become like a person mm. yeah because right now i think l is still kind of mm robot-ish almost Mm. like she still is very like traumatized by her past and she might Mm. always have that trauma but i think like Mm. i think joyce is going to be very helpful in making l like more of a person Mm. like a real life person i think Mm. she'll be more like Mm. kali where it's like when we met kali she was Mm. very like independent and Mm. all that like she had had a hard time having a family and fitting into a family Mm. but she like at least could like talk and function and have friends yeah. you know like yeah. i think that l is going to be more along those lines yeah. the next time we see her yeah oh my gosh i cannot wait i can't <laughs> wait for that yeah you know and then the letter from harper <gasps> uh, oh uh, my gosh what's with the number three because i feel like you know tony stark was like i love you three thousand and then the three inches it's like oh the number three is like 
make people cry number yeah <laughs> do you want to make people cry use the number three number three yeah <laughs> i really i really really liked that moment with yeah. hopper's letter where like yeah. you know we just had that emotional moment but then yeah. he kind of got to come back mm. and speak again in a way yes. that we haven't yes. heard him speak yes because he does truly care about 11 he does he does he does and, and i think he yeah like he he just struggles to show it you know mm. and and he's had one heck of a season where he's just been yelling and yeah he's been like so intense and I, it was just nice to kind of like have it end with this like here's where here's how mm-hmm. i feel here's what's really going on in my heart and i thought that was beautiful yeah mm. i think the only other thing that i just wanted to mention before we move on to the interview is I really liked the part where Will, like, had packed up all of his D&D stuff because that was, like, the one thing Will wanted to do this entire season. Mm. He just wanted to play D&D, the poor kid. Mm. Because I do think that that was kind of stolen from him Mm. a little bit, you know? Yeah. Because he did... He had such, like, a weird childhood. Like, Mm. he got lost, and then the last season, Mm. he's, like, possessed half the time. Mm. And all he wanted to do was play D&D with his friends... And I really liked the moment when he was talking to Mike and he was like, yeah, I'm not going to want to join another party because Mm. I just think experiences Mm. like this are something that's like a lifelong friendship, even though he's moving, Mm. which I think Joyce is completely justified to move. I was like, I don't know why you would want to stay somewhere with so (laughs) much, so much trauma. It's like two of her boyfriends. Well, I don't know if he can consider Hopper a boyfriend, but I like to. (laughs) It almost happened. (laughs) So like two men in her life who she's cared for deeply have died Mm. there. So it's like, Mm. I feel like she's justified to move Mm. and I understand Mm. why she wants to move and start over. Mm. But I think it's also hard because it was like what Hopper said at the beginning Mm. of the season. Like there are people here who get you and understand what you've been through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, touching on, on Will first, I think that like, I think he's, he's going to change. I really hope that he comes to embrace you know who he is. Yeah, I re I really hope he does that because I think I think that's important as a human being to own your feelings and mm. who you are. Mm-hmm. You should own that. You should be like, hey, this is who I am. And and my fear is is you know and is that they might go the direction of him trying to go the opposite way of saying like this was because he he kind of I feel like that scene at the tent where he's beating the tent down yeah he's not just talking about D&D there's so much more that he's talking about where he's saying this is stupid this is stupid mm. I hope that he doesn't go the route where he tries to embrace this toxic masculine side mm. um, but they might go that direction where he might want to be a bit more you know I want to be BA and all yeah. this you know like and you know to like compensate right which you can be BA without being you know toxic but I think he's going to take that the toxic route where you just like you know just overdoes it and and so that could be a plot line where they could do that with him before he actually comes back mm. and so that moment where he gives Erica or rather gives away yeah D&D and, and Erica gets it later uh I thought I thought that was that was kind of like that was a, a big a big either a good moment but but there's a big part of me that kind of mourns, grieves that a little bit. Mm. Kind of going like, oh, this sucks. Like, that you're doing that. I don't, yeah. think, I don't think you should, you know, do that. You know, because it, it might lead you down a dark path. Mm. 
it kind of had that Toy Story feel to me, like where Andy passes on his toys. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. I just thought of Toy Story. I was like, oh, this, this reminds me of Toy Story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're funny. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So I think that's it for what we want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And now we want to share with you our conversation with mm. it's Xandra, Jerry, and Matt. And they are all working on, well, mainly Xandra. Mm. As Matt will mention a lot, which mm. I think is super cute. He's very proud of Sandra. <laughs> um, working on the musical, and mm. hopefully it will be on stage next year. And yeah, I yeah. just hope you enjoy this conversation. Awesome. Enjoy. Sandra, how was the showing that you went to see the first episode and you got to hang out with Hopper? Yeah, uh, so we actually got to see the first episode twice in that weekend. Um, we had had tickets to a SAG screening. Um, wow. Which was going to be on Saturday, the 29th. Wow. And I had put in for the um, for the premiere because they were giving out tickets mm-hmm. and Oh, I'm not going to do this. This is like two days before. There's no way yeah. they're going to pick me. But um, they had said write a little I bit about why. <laughs> thank you. Write a little bit about why the show is important to you and why you think you should be at the premiere. Mm. Um, but exactly. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I wrote up yeah. like I'm so inspired by this story. You know, I started writing this musical. It means yeah. a lot to me. And I would love to be a part of witnessing Stranger Things history. Because that's really wow. what we're Yeah. You know, some okay. the show has yeah. The show has such a cultural impact that, yes. you know, these memories mm-hmm. and these moments, these red carpet outfits, mm-hmm. these wow. interviews are all going to be, you know, mm-hmm. part of this this arc that yes. is Yeah, it really is. That's a great yes. Um, so I wrote all that and they actually chose me the day of at wow. like 9 a.m. Uh, oh <laughs> yeah, it was literally, um, it was five hours before it was going to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm at, at work at my, my, um, my day job at Disneyland. Yeah. I go to my, my boss and I'm like, look, I never asked to leave early. I always show up. <laughs> So they were like, no, we're not going to, because I was like, I'll even take like points for this. And they were like, no, we're not going to give you points. Go have a great time. Wow. um, Got into Joyce cosplay super fast. (laughs) Cosplay super fast. That wasn't that difficult because again, what we were doing, was the um, season three costume. Right, yeah. the first we were, choice in Hopper to do it. We were choosing to go for the one where he's like, hey, I'll have some more of your chianti. Well, but anyway, <laughs> you know, the crazy shirt. Cutting edge, yes. Compared to the, uh, 
uniform. And she's also done some wonderful things. I just want to take a moment out to say that when we do the cosplay, mm. she's one uh, responsible for all this madness. Like she made, I don't have it obviously on me, but the badge, she mm. just yeah. made by hand and it's beautiful. It's it's lovely. You know, at a distance, you're looking like, hey, look, how, where did you get a hopper badge? Wow. Crafted together only recently the belt buckle that he has because he's wearing a really janky, weird belt. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's, you know, it's not normal. And of course, it's supposed to be part of that, that strange, epic 80s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fancy things. So um, she's really been integral in being like, I want you to look great and I'll do everything. She sews mm. on my costume. Yeah, I can't hands. explain it to you. Yeah. More than a whirlwind of music. She is just mm. amazing at makeup. And yeah. Thank and you. The aspects of performance that are required to do a project like understand yeah. the greater uh, picture of a of a musical. Because it's one thing if she's like, oh, all I do is write songs. I'm I'm all a musician, musician. That's not good enough to say I'm making a whole musical, which mm -hmm. includes mm -hmm. she has the proper and amazing experience and talent to fulfill yeah. on this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sorry, oh, it's okay. Oh. It's just I'm oh. absolutely sure they want to hear about the premiere. Oh, no, no, no! It's 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 we want to hear it all. Like yeah. that's that's awesome. That's so awesome. Yeah, well, thank you. Get a few questions. Um, season three. Oh yeah. So I was thinking, see, uh, season three was just amazing. So oh, absolutely. I was thinking, You're on your what? Yeah. Your fourth time? Uh, yeah, I've I've already I've watched it fully through like three times already. Yeah, that's us too. Yeah. <laughs> like immediately. Um. So we were thinking. Um. I mentioned in like our little Instagram chat when we talked about season two, you had said like you had kind of pulled some things from season two to go into the musical. Do you feel the same thing happening with season three? Like, are there some things that you're pulling in or not? not quite yet. Um, there's definitely stuff to be um, taken from, especially yeah. with uh, Will's sexuality being addressed. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, that's something that has been speculated for a long time, but yeah. then you said that this season, you know, that gives you more of, you know, a glimpse into how that affects who he is. Mm -hmm. and, um, also, just seeing this, you know, thing that Will is going through where all of his friends are moving on into the next stage of their lives, mm -hmm. he still wants to play D&D &D because he didn't get to have that oh. final closure yeah. of his childhood like yeah. that. Because of everything he was going through, we were talking about this earlier too. Because, mm -hmm. um, yeah, you wanna you wanna pull some aspects from mm -hmm. the later seasons as a kind of way to influence what you're doing in the story. But at the same time, a lot of these characters have grown since season yeah. one. Yeah. Yes. Yes. They become more likable. Uh, right. Steve Harrington is as yep. an example. In yes. Season seven, he, he's not a likable guy. Yeah, and from other seasons, but of course, season one is all free game for her to yeah. play. She doesn't want to make Steve, for example, yeah. super three-dimensional. Yeah, and she has a song for. Yeah, in, in the mm -hmm. music, we were. Yeah, the writing would be a mistake because then you're like, yeah, yeah. but he isn't there yet. You know, yes. it's yeah. Frodo and write a song for Frodo, and yes. yeah. that he already has been to the volcano. Right. You're like, no, yeah. Yeah. right, right. Do you, oh, uh, and it's like with that said, yeah. Steve's song is very one-dimensional, but yes. at the same time, 
how you can incorporate, or at least how I incorporate what we know about Steve now, mm. is, you know, putting little hints. Mm. Yeah. That, you know, mm. well, maybe he's not all that bad a guy because they even do that from the beginning. Right. Yeah. It starts out very right. subtle, but you do see that he yeah. does care about Nancy, you know. Yes. He has he a weird way of showing it. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he's actually surprisingly, you know, respectful of her. Uh, mm-hmm. Even though he lets his friends do like influence him, and I, I think first season you see hints of him being a good guy, yeah. and then um, season three he's hundred percent good. But oh, yeah. my, my question following up on that is, um, do you feel like the characters in season three? Um, a, an example of where my head's at is Game of Thrones, for example, where the characters kind of went in a direction, especially Daenerys. When in direction that people were like, what the heck is going on? So do you feel like you feel like you feel like um Stranger Things is staying true to the characters with yeah. this season? Like as you was you you're diving in, um Sandra, you're diving in deep with these characters as you write. Do you feel like they they are staying true to that? Absolutely. Um, yeah. It's making me love them even more. Um, a character wow. that people listening are going to gasp over. Yeah. This guy's going to gasp over too. Eleven's not one of my top favorite characters. Mm. Mm. But, okay, I think she's very well written. I love her. She's extremely important. Yeah. The most important character. But she just, I have never personally had a direct connection to her Mm -hmm. i'm struggling with that a bit in my musical as well because i really want her to have this incredible song i just cast my 11 this week Mm -hmm. and uh, i'm really excited to see what she's gonna bring to it but i don't have anything for her yet because that's one of those things like you can't you know do that halfway that has to be and i'm just not there yet i want to do sensory deprivation Mm -hmm. um at some point so i can go out you know, a feeling for, you know, that feeling since that's where her song's going to take yeah. place. It's going to be her. I mean, you personally yes. Yeah. I think that'll help me bring me uh, closer mm. to her. But, um, you know, with that said, I've always seen her as a good character, but just not one of my favorites. And that really changed in season three. I loved seeing um, her you know, have a, a girlfriend, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. stand up for, yes. Yes. you know, what she believes in more vocally, you know, yeah. seeing her different relationships with everyone she's encountered. Mm-hmm. Um, are we doing spoilers here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we okay. said in the beginning, like, yes. if you haven't watched yeah. it, yeah. this is your fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. It's been... Yeah, we're not... <laughs> <laughs> And how cool is it that Max is the one that Eleven goes to for help? Yes. yes. In the beginning, she was like her, that Max. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. I love that. What the hell? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so she's like, I go to her. And yes. It's cool to see that they get to build a friendship out of it mm-hmm. that wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. That was one of my favorite parts of the season. I love just that whole 80s throwback as they're like going shopping and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Really? No, I'm teasing you. <laughs> I'm teasing. It's just funny, right? Isn't it awesome? So much 80s stuff. I live through the 80s. I love the 80s. I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a fan, but like, I just loved that whole scene as like, just so much stuff that was happening there that was like, so cool to see them 
bonding you know that was really cool yeah. and i love like i dump your ass so, so <laughs> <laughs> don't we all right it's, it's, so weird, right? it's such a strange line for everybody upset i never thought i'd hear you say that Arnold. <laughs> because um i think what they're doing is really expanding on the characters i love that it's not eleven's power that saves the day at the end but her humanity yeah. And seeing her grow to that that point, it was it was perfect. Yeah, it's they and they always they always play with different dynamics, and that's what's so great about the show is that they have so many different storylines going on at the same time, mm. but they all lead to the same kind of final destination. Yes. And um, they they're always changing the dynamics with the characters. So I mean, we had the Scoop Troop this season, which is yeah. excellent. Um, they always mix them around, and it's it's just great yeah. seeing that. And the char- characters are meant to grow. I mean, yeah, you, you mentioned Game of Thrones and there, there are certain ways to take characters that were kind of, um, they call it character assassination, yes. yeah. um, where you you take the character to an extent that's kind of almost unbelievable mm-hmm. from where, where you would see them going. Yeah. And um, then there are other times, like they do well in Stranger Things, where characters, they grow and they develop, but yes. at, at their core, they're still who they are. It's still their heart, you know. That's what's what's great about it. Yeah, I think what you know is also really important. I've actually been writing my own screenplay. I'm not going to get involved in it, but how important it is to make a character stay true to their core self. Yes. I'm. What is not right? What is not interesting? And this is a big mistake that even big movies do is they have a character, and it will pretty much stay the same. It won't be challenged. Uh Right. and right. it goes through all this stuff, and maybe even it's a powerful character, and this, that, and it's a superhero or whatever, but they yes. don't. Yes. Those movies don't tend to go anywhere, or there's mm. just, mm. where it falls flat. Whereas you have these characters that change, and everybody yeah. remembers them almost. Mm. You know, I think yeah. that's one half the reason these big epic uh, stories, like, uh, you know, say Star Wars or Lord of the Rings or The Matrix, mm. remember those characters, not because the movies were like, whoa, the special effects are so dirty, man. <laughs> and because the characters are powerful. Yeah. Mm. They saw where they started and mm. then they see where they got have to get pushed and punched yes. and out of there. And no. then what comes out of their guts, like yes. with Eleven and mm. with all these other characters that. Mm-hmm. To, to love and I think that's what's most important is that they change and something you said that was really good the other day was that all of them have faults yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. recently where he was talking about how he was scared that the Duffers would jump the shark in his character this season <laughs> because because he's so much more comedic and he's so much more like childlike and in, in, in certain yeah, ways um and that was a that was a that's been a criticism that I've heard a lot online but he's human yeah. he, he has flaws and and i love that they showed that they showed how he's not one note he has depth he has layers to him mm. he's still trying to figure out how to take care of a, a teenager for the first time yes yeah. it's it, it's great seeing that side of him and other sides of him at the same time mm-hmm. yeah, yeah th- i thought that was a fantastic performance by him oh, yeah he was great. I that was just in, His delivery of the lines like, were so like, good. In the truck, like I when he's <laughs> <laughs> also we love together, like every now and again. Yeah. All of us three, right? That we'll be just standing around and we'll say blah blah blah. Did you get what we were saying? We're all not if you, you understand. understand. <laughs> 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 
It's like nobody else other than David Harbour would have said it like that. It's like, oh, I love it. <laughs> Certain mannerisms that he does, like when he goes, there's, there's something really wrong going on with this thing. He does like this inhale thing with his nose. Oh. Uh. <laughs> I such a great action. Uh, this one scene, and I think it's season one, where yeah, it's like okay. he's trying to cut the guard off or whatever, and the guard he's like, "Hey, I love that book, man," and blah blah blah, and he's like, "Hey, listen, I was sent over here from Oban, and they they want you over there." He's like, yeah. I don't and he's all, "Did I say Oban? Because I meant." I, <laughs> You know, and you're like, what is <laughs> but she just loves that to death because it is such a very actor mm. moment. Like she does, does Winona Ryder because it's she true. has so many Winona-esque properties that, that come out and whether it's a character or not. And if like, anybody else would have played Joy, she wouldn't have done those things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They would have their own different yeah. things. Mm. Yeah, the are great at, at uh, incorporating a lot of the personalities of the actors yeah, and that's what's it's great. It's true. I mean you hear you hear things like Joe Keery wasn't gonna be on the show for very long. You know, Steve mm-hmm. was supposed to be killed off. And uh they loved him so much that he's one of the most beloved characters now. Yeah. yeah. I mean at yeah. the premiere they cheered the loudest for him. That I mean is true. when he wow. came out just I mean all the stars got applause, but yes. when he wow. comes out eruptions <laughs> all over <laughs> <laughs> oh my god don't you love it like when writers i think i think sometimes like when when writers and producers when they actually meet the actors and they're like you know what like let's just toss whatever plans we had mm-hmm. for this character and actually adapt it to this yeah. that's exactly what happened with yes. joyce yes. Like, yeah, that's, that's always the best with joyce. yeah, yeah bringing up is a really good point and i think that's also a change in the industry i'm not trying to go meta meta i'm out of here but oh, no, go for it <laughs> go yeah, for i love it. that yeah like 60s and 70s when there was filmmaking and tv shows it was mm-hmm. i tell you how to do it i tell you when to do it i tell yes. you what i tell you why to do it yes and they almost never took uh input from the actors because they were considered mm. not that important mm. and then, Started having these big stars coming in, Marlon Brando, and all these kind of big shots, and right, yeah. and it started to be like you know people started to see the value where they're like, we really studied this character now more so mm-hmm. sometimes than even certain writers would feel mm-hmm. that they connected the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, focus so on one thing, whereas mm-hmm. the writers have to see the, the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Seeing all that over the years, you can see how they'll yeah. write certain mm-hmm. characters in and go. Oh my God, that's a great idea. Let's put that in. And I yes. heard them do that a lot with the Marvel films, mostly because of RDJ and mm-hmm. him um, being a proponent, probably of saying, yeah. "Well, let's just talk it out and see if any golden tricks come out of here." And mm-hmm. often probably filming rehearsals, going, oh, "That's funny. It wasn't written, but please keep." You know, so I can yeah. imagine um, that a lot with this. And um, yeah, with Joyce from the beginning, she was supposed to be a overworked Long Island mom smoking mm-hmm. cigarettes slinging around the f word all the time you know um but winona came to the role and she was like i see her this way i want to take this approach and of course wow. like, yes winona yes winona um really meaningful and wonderful mm. Mm. Yeah, so yeah. Mm. yeah she that that her character is amazing Amazing. Yeah. Actually, I feel like third season, like there's so much color to her mm-hmm. that yeah. really enjoyable. Like just her, like she's like, she gets to just live her life. You know, yeah. she's not right. on, 
you know, a life or death situation. I mean, kind of, but it's yes. like, it's time to breathe and she gets mm -hmm. time for herself. You know, we yes. see what a good mom she is. Yes. You know, yes. She's a doting, loyal mother. Mm -hmm. But, you know, she doesn't really have to supervise her kids in this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so no. she gets, you know, a ch we get to see a chance and a yeah. look at her as a person and as, you know, a potential love interest. And, yeah you know, as a fighter, and it's great. I loved it. I loved and it so much. Mom, mom, you love yeah, mom. yeah. Mm, right, that's a new dynamic there. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. saw the dynamic, but like the, uh, <laughs> you see a taste so of it good. in yeah. the school with yeah. these, I want to call it the swimming pool, but, you know, yeah. the, let's yeah. go make the soul. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's more like, yeah, but, you know, the one in, in the, the um, gymnasium. Yeah. Mm. Right, because Eleven starts freaking out, right? Mm -hmm. And everybody else is like, just let her do her thing. And Joy's yeah. just like, I'm here for you, honey. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. I promise I'll be there. And that is at least one level yeah. of that either they were thinking mm -hmm. from the beginning, or they were, you know, maybe, who knows, maybe Winona said, you know, I feel like she wouldn't just let her suffer right there. I feel mm -hmm. like, she would. Mm -hmm. and maybe the, you know, Duffer Brothers were like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's yeah. do it. <laughs> no, because you're not necessarily in yeah. the process. Mm -hmm. So yes. I often even see the scenes with David and Winona. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking sometimes they're like, that wasn't written. They totally oh, improv yeah. that. And then they say, yeah. oh, God, that's golden. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because wow. in a way, it's like what we're going back to is that mm. all these artists contributing to a project make it what it is. The mm. fact that she's written all the music, yes. is, her musical is just the first step. Then she has input from Jerry, input, yeah. from, yes. input from yes. other artists that she treasures. Yes. We got to meet. Um, all that together, you go. We got yeah. to meet um, the writer of Darkness on the Edge of Town, right? And mm -hmm. also the writer of Runaway Max, yeah, uh, Stranger Things novels. We got to meet them at Comic Con. Wow. Um, we have, were able to get to go to San Diego Comic Con and do um, Joyce and Hopper there, which was super well, fun. Just one, one evening, one day. Uh, because you know we've been doing these cosplays since. Before it came out, and yeah. no one knew we were, but now it's super fun because when we wear these outfits, they've become they're starting to become you know iconic, yeah. especially the Hopper. Yeah, the mom. Yeah, yeah. we yeah. did. Oh, yeah. We all went to the mall and costume. Yeah. Excuse me. Oh my god. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. It's well, well, David Harbour <laughs> is the one who recognized yeah. the shirt. Did you tell them the story? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. At the premiere, it was because he recognized his shirt. I was just standing up at the bleachers, and he's like going down the line, and people are like, David, I don't He's like, Oh, yeah, hi, thank you. You guys are great. You guys are what? And then he starts like looking at me, and he's like, Hey, is that? <laughs> and I was like, I think he's looking at me. And Zandra was kind of down in the aisles, but yeah. anyways, he recognized the shirt, and then I pointed her out, and he's like, Oh my god, is this Joyce? Come here, I need a picture with you. <laughs> Really amazing. Yeah, and Terry's met yeah, yeah. a majority of the humans. Yeah, I still have to meet uh, Gaten and Finn and Sadie. I think those mm. three. But yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Um, so um just a few more questions. Just uh we're gonna round up. And then um, just reminding people when your your musical is, mm -hmm. and also just where where they can find you. 
So yeah, for sure. So um, it's been great because with all these Stranger Things events that we've been going to, yeah. we're even just going to the mall and cosplay. It's been a really great time to spread the word about what we're doing. You know, get more of um, an interest in our show because now um, I was joking with them. You know, we're full time fans all the time. There are people <laughs> who are full time fans, mm-hmm. and it's not bad if you're not. But it's um, really interesting because we think about this twenty four seven. When mm. now with season three out, it's like the whole yeah. world is a part of what we're doing. It's <coughs> great. It's great that we go out and people yeah. know exactly who we are. And it's a great time to talk about the show, um, meaning the musical. So um, if you want to follow what we're doing, we are um, still releasing a lot of songs. Uh, with all the season three hype, we haven't really gotten a chance to post anything new lately. But yeah. um, my arranger is at work on two songs right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So those will be coming soon. Uh, We're looking to have it on stage next summer, uh, hopefully for the Hollywood Fringe Festival. Um, And wherever it takes us from there, you know, we're just going to try to get this out as much as we can. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to hear samples of the songs, you can go to our Instagram, which is at Stranger Things A Musical, not The Musical, A Musical. And um, you can also find us through that handle on Facebook or by our full Facebook page name, Stranger Things, an unauthorized musical drama. Mm. Awesome. That's pretty good. That's cool. Do you you know which song you you want us to share this time? Uh, Which ones have you shared? We did... Uh, find my boy. That's the one I push the most because personally, it's my favorite. And then what? That was um, the one that was actually in the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Barb's song is pretty darn oh, I mean, Barb song. Barb song. Yeah, do Barb song. Okay. Yeah, Barb song features Sarah Torbio as Barb. Yes, shout out to Sarah. She's great. Um, she has such a love for the character of Barb. Because mm. um, like we were talking about last time, you know, I think uh, she's really the most relatable of all the characters because everyone has been through what she's been through, no matter what it was through. You've experienced losing someone in your life who you thought was going to be there forever mm-hmm. and someone who you thought fully understood you but then just doesn't. Mm-hmm. And um, Sarah, who is primarily a writer, yeah. Um, she's currently pursuing her own uh, TV series right now, and she just wow. published her first novel, uh, The Amity time. Chronicles. It is available on Amazon if you want to support some of our cast. Um, but she is just really bringing this wonderful, in-depth uh, portrayal of Barb to this song, and you can hear it when she sings. So. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, there's so many talented artists on you know this project, and I just want also to say one the only one final thing I would personally like to say is the most important thing, and this is what I also love so much about Sandra, because she's also my girl. She's wonderful, mm-hmm. is that it's all about inspiring people. Yes. And touching lives Absolutely. and helping people go in and see something or do something or experience art and yeah. come change. Yeah. Because it's one thing to say, Oh, I love performing. I like to be a show. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. da, 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 da. But it's like it's another thing to say it's it's crucial to me that I share a message with you. Yeah. If that's through music or drawing, like I love your shirt, you know. I love it. Yes. <laughs> right? Um, right, right. Sharing that kind of artistry yeah. through things, mm-hmm. that's one of the most important. So anything else you'd like to add, Jerry? Uh, I'm just buying piggybacking off of that. I just uh 
Stranger Things means a lot to a lot of people. And it leaves an impact on people. It left an impact on us. And I feel like if we can help do that for somebody else, at least one other person, then yeah. it will be worth it because Absolutely. we want to share that same story. It wow. moved us. Yeah. It, yeah. Why not move other people? Absolutely. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. You guys are awesome. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. That's amazing. But thank you so much, eh? This is incredible. Of course. Thank you for having us. That was so great. So, so great. Yeah, I love just, like, nerding out with other people who mm. love the show as much as right. we do. Because <laughs> a lot of the times, a lot of times, I will be, like, talking about something mm. and people will be like, why do you know so much about this? Like, I remember <laughs> when we were going through Marvel. Like, that happened to me a lot. Like, people would come up to me and they'd be like, can you remind me, like, how these two events are connected? And then I'd be like, oh, like, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, it's just like, I think when you mm. love something, mm. like, we love nerding out about stuff mm. together mm. and that's why we make the podcast mm. and i love doing my research into stuff because mm. i'm a classic ravenclaw so i just like <laughs> love doing that it's yeah. my favorite thing so i think meeting other people and talking about stuff with people who like love it as much as us mm. kind of makes us feel a little bit less like outsiders <laughs> mm. and I, what i like about what they shared was their connection to how it impacts people mm -hmm. and i yes. think for for us not just about you know, just nerding out. Like we, like I love, I love Batman. I love Captain America, my favorite hero. Uh, <laughs> I love like just the stories and, mm. and, and what they represent. Yeah. Not just for the stories, but the impact they have on people. And so I, I love it when, you know, like I love how you nerd out on that stuff. You're like, do you know that this is really, this is this. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm the kind of person in our relationship that is not as nerdy, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, that really connects to life this way, this way, this way, this way, this way, this way. And, and I try to find, I try and find ways how these storytellers are saying these crazy epic stories, mm. but how they actually represent the lives we live yeah. and how we can take that and use that as lessons. Guys like Stan Lee just, just wrote these beautiful, beautiful, beautiful stories that we can absolutely mm -hmm. learn from. And so it's really cool that, that our friends got to like share that and, yeah. and and I love it when I love it when fellow nerds have that connection and just you know go with that because I that's what I enjoy <laughs> you know and so it's 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 awesome yeah so we are saying goodbye to Hawkins Indiana for a little while Bye. goodbye we finished our mini series mm -hmm. we are doing just normal almost nerdy again we mm. polled everyone so we have a listener's choice on Yay. what we're going to be doing. So exciting, people. Um, so you spoke, we listened, and our lineup will be, I'm going to go through it real quick for all 10 episodes. We have Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, mm -hmm. the original Jumanji, Spider-Man Far From Home, Umbrella Academy, Avatar, Good Omens, Jaws, Night at the Museum, The Mummy, and The Mummy Returns. Yay! And then we'll be going into Star Wars, Still haven't thought of a clever name yet, but we have until October 17th, yeah. so <laughs> hopefully we'll be clever by then. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be like Halloween, so we're going to get the creative vibes going. Yeah. <laughs> be creative. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I don't know why, but Good Omens got me the most excited. I was like, yeah. Oh. 
I love it. I'm actually probably most excited for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm. I I love that movie. Like, I just, mm. I can't even, I'm really excited for next week's I, discussion. I, I loved it the second time around. The first time I was, like, just complaining about it. Yeah, he was a complainer. Sometimes was... things grow on you, Shalom. Sometimes they do. Sometimes this is they why don't. we watch it multiple times. <laughs> I'm ignoring the sometimes I don't. I'm just going to let that happen. <laughs> okay, so we've got a lot coming up. We can't wait to be talking about all these with you guys. Mm. We also have an almost nerdy crew for you to listen to. Mm-hmm. If you missed that. It's back. Yes, it's back. So we were talking about the MCU Phase 4. Mm. Make sure that you tune into that. Mm. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for joining us on this nerdy journey. We'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.